Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bank at Night. And welcome back to Bank at Night. Jay Bankley, Kristen Nocero producing the operation. We've talked about why we hate certain people in sports because they're good. We all do it. We chewed that around a bit. Also, what are you doing for your New Year's resolutions? Do you start that diet? You hit those tanning beds? Or just say, you know what? Did you lose all that weight yet? You start to lose the weight? Why would going on a tanning bed be part of your New Year's resolution? I want to get tanned. Ripped and lose bro. weight, baby. Don't, I want the, want the thong at the beach, man. Don't hit the tanning. We got months until the beach. Don't, <laughs> you might get, as well don't, hit, now. The, don't hit the tanning bed, bro. Don't be trying to do it in March <laughs> no. and April, man. When you get no, those just trips get naturally, no, just get naturally tanned. Don't hit the tanning bed. Don't well, do I'm that. saying that's not good I, for you. I just wonder how people's New Year's resolutions are doing. Are you pounding the gym? I haven't noticed it being any busier. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I certainly. Maybe the cold keeps you away. Maybe the cold. Yeah, the weather. No, I, I certainly expect there would there would be a lot of people. I, when I was watching the, um, what was it, ABC, I think it was, that did their New Year's thing and Planet Fitness sponsored it. Oh, man, Planet Fitness spent, they spent a boatload advertising during ABC's that's, that's New smart. Year's thing. That's smart. Oh, it was. They had the little goofy New Year's hats or whatever. They had Planet Fitness and everybody had those little batons, you know, those little thunder sticks or whatever that they use at like baseball games. Like they had those. That's smart, man. Planet Fitness, they, I mean, they spent millions, but they're going to make a lot of money off of people who are going to go it's, there for three months. Yeah, it's in their wheelhouse and get a, get a year membership and show up for a month. <laughs> they're going to show up and there. They're making money off you and you're yeah, not going to the they're gym. Just out here capitalizing off of your your non-work. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna get you for it. Well talking about the NFL and we talked about the Manning cast earlier, how that certainly was successful. And then baseball's thinking about it with Alex Rodriguez. Uh you gotta pair him up with somebody good. But again, that's some interest in the game. I mean the, the NFL's done this with Monday Night Football uh, with one of their partners, ESPN, and you know it's had success. It's worked. Again, the NFL getting to the finish line before Major League Baseball. It continues to happen all the time. Baseball needs to get ahead of the clock and be different before. Now they're not even talk to each other. I'll get that in a minute. But in a memo obtained by ESPN, it was sent to all clubs Wednesday. This is from ESPN.com. The league said a team would forfeit a draft pick. Now get this, Chris. Would forfeit a draft pick. This is while they're at the combine. Between a first rounder and a fourth rounder. Think about that. I mean, you're at the combine doing your, you could lose a first rounder. You got to be nice. You can't be mean. It says, um, and find 150 G's. If it's determined by a club representative displayed conduct that is disrespectful, inappropriate, or unprofessional during an interview, 
Fines and or suspensions of individual club employees could also be imposed. We know the combine's about tough questions. Now it's all about do you love Is football? it about tough questions? Well, a lot of times there's some silly stuff. You know that. People talking about people's moms <laughs> I mean, and stuff is, like that. Is it, a t- is it about tough questions or is it about evaluating guys and whether or not they're going to be good enough well, to I mean, play I, you, You've heard about prospects being asked uh, if you can cook or not because they're curious. Hey, does this guy care enough to put things together? They ask ridiculous questions. Now, some of those may seem silly, but uh, there's always a reason why you're asked certain questions because – They've heard it from some team psychologists or something that this will tell you a lot about a player. But there's been some disrespectful things said to players as well. My question is, how are you going to prove it unless you, you're filming the interview at the combine? Like, you had a little camera and you're filming it. Or if it's done at the facility, you're trusting that the uh, the team's going to send the video in. Like, this seems tough to prove. Like, if someone runs the NFL and says, they were disrespectful to me. What they say to the team say, we didn't say that. Well, maybe it says it's a whole lot of he said, he said. Type well, stuff maybe here. they're like doing, you know, like they do in police interviews where you have to record it. So I, like I, I do an audio doing, recording, but it's kind of like, okay, I get a lot of these questions. They seem silly at times. They really do. But I think there's a reason, especially some guys have just walked away from football because they didn't love it. And if you're spending $10 million or millions of dollars on player, you'd kind of like to know if they like it as well. Another thing drills for offensive linemen, defensive players uh, will also be revised to better assess in game player movements. Uh, they're talking about the routes for receivers instead of the wheel route, going more crossing routes or the option route for running backs instead of the outs, um, the the corner and post routes that they ran. But they're also thinking about something else. And this has been a big staple of the combine for years. The league plans to eliminate the Wonderlick test. It's revising some of its scouting combine drills to better simulate game-related movement. Okay. You're going to replace the Wonderlick with something. You're going to grab something off the ACT or SAT. Or they're just not going to do a test. But here's the thing, though. Now, I, I get it. Some guys score extremely low on it, and some guys like the linemen always seem to do really well on it. And quarterbacks, some quarterbacks don't do well on it, and some do. But it does get embarrassing for a player. I get it when the score is put out there. Like, hey, this guy scored X amount on the, on the water. Like, we take it all here at 610 when we do our 610 combine. And, yeah, there's a little bit of pressure when you're taking it because, like, I don't want to sound like the dumb guy. Please, please, please have somebody finish – Less on the wonder look than me. I don't want to be that guy. That's how I've gone in to take the test at times. And then there's strategy. More questions you answer, do you, or does it help you if you just answer more uh, correctly? But the water lick, Chris, like I'm all for it. I'm all for some kind of a test for these guys. And I think it's silly to take it away because you don't want to hurt their feelings or whatever it is. But like, why would do you think it's silly to take it away? I don't think it's silly to take it away. I think it's I think it's I think it's silly to take it away, not keep it. I don't think it's silly to keep it. It's been part of the NFL because here's the thing. If you're evaluating a franchise guy like a quarterback or something like that, don't you care that they did well on their test because again, do you want to throw a ton of a ton of money, a first round pick on somebody that you can't 100% trust? Like the arm strength's there and everything else. But you at least want them to know how to tie their shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see a problem with the Wonderlick test. The Wonderlick test, like, what does it do? Does it does it mean that someone's going to be able to break down coverages or figure out Again, how to how to run man that or press coverage? Game film always matters more. That's what I'm saying. Is like the Wonderlick test, like the, the 
here's but my thing. But it does show you something, though. Like, it doesn't, you a guy it that doesn't completely though. Bombs, like, does this guy care about anything? Like, if a guy's dumb, you can figure that out without giving him a test. You can talk to him. You can watch him. You can talk to coaches, teammates. I mean, you can look at his at his grades. If if a guy tested terribly on the ah, winter lick test, you can probably look at their grades sometimes. You, you, like know, my, you know, you want to be careful with that, though. Like, you don't my want... thing is that you can figure out if a dude is dumb without having to give him a Wonderlick test. Like the Wonderlick test doesn't do anything. All it does is it, it creates some implicit bias against someone if they're not good at taking tests. Like all it, the Wonderlick test shows is that someone can take a test. It doesn't actually show what they're going to do on the field. Vince Young got a six. Yeah, but he also he also was an overrated football player. He was a great college quarterback that wasn't a good professional quarterback because he didn't have the skill set to be a professional quarterback. Had nothing to do with his test taking ability. Well, the average for for a quarterback is twenty five point nine. Running back seventeen point five. But would it put some alarms and whistles out there if someone you're going to trust to run your franchise, give millions of dollars to, and throw a number one pick at? Scores a six or seven. I don't care about like, the Wonderlick test results. You don't Wonder care about Lick that at all. Result. No. I never, like, I never I looked it, for Wonderlick test equation. results for think, any of those it's kids. It's not the end all be all. No, it's, I don't it's ca- the tape. If, if I see a kid on tape and I see a kid is amazing on tape, I don't care what his Wonderlick score is. Because, like, that doesn't mean that that person can't figure out, like, if it's a corner, I, that doesn't mean that they can't figure out how to how to play press man coverage at the NFL level. Like, that doesn't mean anything to me. I, I understand, like, we've taken these old things. But I think a lot of it, too, is the playbook. Like, because that's pretty complicated in the NFL. I like, mean, it I, can you, be. Like, if you don't care about your test score and you're just throwing it anything be, out there, again, it's like, does this guy get to know my playbook? Is this guy someone I could trust to give millions of dollars to? It can be, but at the same time, like, what if they're just not interested in taking the test versus going out and playing at the professional level? Like, some guys can comprehend football a hell of a lot more. There's a lot. I mean, there's a there's. I guarantee you there's a lot of dumb people in the NFL that in the NFL that are still really good at football. Like, I guarantee you, because we've seen it in college. There's a lot of dumb guys at the collegiate level that are great football players. So if we know that, then we know that there are probably guys at the professional level the same way, but they just have a knack for it. They're a natural at it. Maybe they can't explain it, but they know what they're doing, and they they know they're, that they're what they're able to tap into to play pro ball. I just don't think a test – that that has just basic questions on it. I don't think that determines whether or not someone's going to be successful at the NFL level. I think game film, I think if they talk, like if you talk like football strategy with someone and you clearly can get that they have no idea what you're talking about. To me, that is more indicative of whether or not they're going to be a, good at the professional level than whether or not they, they do well at a test that doesn't mean anything. Well, so they're going to do that. And then, of course, I, I brought up the fact they can rip a first or fourth round, up to a fourth round pick uh, yeah. because of you, you treating them poorly. Here, here's a few examples. 2010, Jeff Ireland, who was the Dolphins GM, apologized to Des Bryant for asking during a pre-draft visit whether his mother was a prostitute. Again, that would qualify as something to get a draft pick pulled away from you. 2016, Dan Quinn, who's now the Cowboys' D, D coordinator, apologized to Eli Apple because the coach asked the quarter, cornerback his sexual preference. 2018, Darius Geis was asked at the combine if his mother was a prostitute. So, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, Geis got asked that too. He got asked that too. Like you didn't see what happened with Dez? Like why? What? Benjamin Watson, who's very well respected, his former player, very well respected, said. He played 16 years in the NFL. He said it's more like a, a interrogation than an interview process. 
at the combine. No, I, 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 I very much agree with that part. I don't like I, for years I've been against the disrespectful questions. I understand. Hey, you want to measure if they're tough or they got problem solving. It's like, you don't need to be disrespectful to them. This is a job interview. That's what it is. And if any of us were going into a job interview and someone asked whether our mom was a prostitute, most of us would be pissed. And Depends on how much most they pay. of us, no, 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 no. All right. If, if you offer a couple hundred million dollars, but you ask me that, they ask you, you ask me that, prostitute. I'm slamming your head against the desk. For that I don't kind of money in a private no, jet, no, I know $10 million for you no, to you say, say that about my mom. Say, no, 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 we mom's fighting, not. Bro. Mom's not. No, give me that we money, fighting, give me that bro. No, we fighting, bro. No, you ain't about to disrespect my mom You don't insult somebody's mother. Nah, bro, you could figure out whether or not I'm a fit for you without asking disrespectful questions. If you disrespect somebody's mom, that's that's got to be a first round pick. It's yeah, gotta oh, be. De- or, or if you, if you ask go, them their it, sexual preference, you should absolutely get it. Yeah, a, absolutely. Yeah. But yes, you know, I mean, come on, man. You can't ask someone's mother's a prostitute. Like I, said, it, I mean, that's first round pick taken away. The first time, that should have been the last time it happened. The fact that 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 you got another guy asking that question. After Ireland apologized for it and it made news everywhere and it was an embarrassment for the Dolphins, the fact that you had it and the guy, another guy asked the question again, like that right there, absolutely. That's like multiple picks right there. That's like a first and a second, uh, second in the same draft. Like that right there, that, that'll teach you not to do that. I actually like the fact that they put this, uh, this draft pick punishment rule in there. <laughs> here's, here's a... A few of the uh, questions that have been asked at the combine. Number one, do you find your mother attractive? Yeah, that's like a that's a second round pick. Yeah, we fighting. If Dane Brugler uh, said that who covers the draft, he said that's the strangest question uh, that he's seen people being asked. Um, Is your mother a prostitute? Obviously, that's uh, one they use. Here's another one, Chris. What's your murder weapon of choice? I like that question. When a scout asks uh, somebody to combine, if they would murder somebody, would they use a knife or a gun? Austin Lane. Said that. Um, would you rather be a cat or a dog? It's been asked to, uh, to players question. as well. Where are you sitting on a bus speeding on a mountain? <laughs> I, don't, uh, again, oh, I don't know what you if find I'm on a bus, we're not going to no damn mountain. I'll say that. The mountain, that is not a place for people like me. Mm-mm. Where does the sun rise and where does it set? Like stuff like that is like, it's good. How about what color is chocolate? <laughs> boxers or briefs? Like, those are good questions. Those are better questions than what you're going to get on the Wonderlick test. Like, that's more interesting to me. If you ask someone, what, where does the sun rise or where does it set, and they don't know, maybe that's not a guy you want in your football team. How about Ian Rappaport? Put this one out there back in 2014. His favorite NFL scouting combine question from prospects, team to prospects. What team do you pick in Madden and why? That's a good question. That is a, I'll tell you this. If I like was asking a, pick, a question, away from I would ask someone questions, like, especially for that year, I would judge them based on that. How about Absolutely. this question? For you my, pick the box. When, we're not drafting. Or like Bengals. It shows you, you and I, you know, or Mahomes. There's a lot of players. Oh, the Bengals are probably like really Chiefs popular offense. in Madden right now. I, I don't play Madden online anymore, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the Bengals are going to be the hot team now. How would you answer this question? For Mike Freeman, put this on there on Twitter. Agent told me one of his clients at a combine interview was asked what fish he would be. Like what kind of fish Dude, are you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I love this question because I would maybe I'd fail at this one, but I think it's a viable question, especially if you were the Jags asking this question. Mike Freeman also says, true story. One player was asked during combine interviews if he was afraid of clowns. My answer would be unequivocally yes. 
I think that's a fair question. I do not like clowns. What would that cost me in the draft? Because of my clown theory. I think that's a fine question. I think, that, you think, I, that's, I think a that's a fine question. What, what are you trying to get by asking somebody? Are you, you know, afraid of clowns? Like, are you afraid of heights? You know, stuff like that. Trying well, to clowns? like. Clowns? You know, people be. That's a, that's a legitimate fear. Hey, if you're a great quarterback, like if Tom Brady came out and said, I was afraid of clowns, well, you'd say, okay, who cares? You know? Yeah. You win. That's, I mean, that's a fair phobia. I know people that have fear of clowns. Uh, we'll get, I mean, clowns are weird, but I'm not a, like a We'll get to it later because one NFL team is uh, requesting their fans dressed like a clown. They're having oh, a clown yeah. out yeah. in the NFL. I'll get to this in just a minute. But little college football taste. We have our national title game set. But I am curious about the whole bowl process after watching this unfold. We'll discuss that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big at Night. Jay Binkley, Chris Sudo, Sarah producing. What kind of fish would you be? I'd, I mean, a shark, I mean, I consider it a fish. I think it is a fish. That's the only fish. I mean, that's the only fish you could be. But that's what I would be. I mean, that's and like that, that's like the best answer. If we're doing like a power ranking of answers for that question. I mean, they use gills. They live in water. I, I'd say a shark. Yeah, I mean, that's Bull like the, shark that's the only or a right hammerhead. Oh, great white. I don't man, those, those, those hammerheads are they're quote the meanest. Those great whites too, yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're, the great whites the have like chain. the worst reputation. So like nobody's messing with you. Yeah. Yeah, on top of the food chains, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you're you've got the worst reputation, so nobody's gonna try you. They also have two wieners. I didn't need to know that. Let me say that That's, a good answer. That is not something I needed to know. I, I I certainly wasn't sitting here hoping to learn about fish anatomy tonight. I was just coming out here to talk some sports. I'm just telling you, man. I didn't. You didn't even tell me that, Bink. <laughs> well, you know what? The more you know. That man. wasn't. That, that's not a more. The more you know moment. Like unless I'm on Jeopardy and and they ask me that question, I don't think that's information I needed to know. I'm just hey, if I do get on Jeopardy though, and I and I and I get that right, then uh, I'll, I'll credit you on there. <laughs> College football playoff set. Um, I, I got a kick out of. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Like uh, Brett McMurphy all the time, you know, he's got his list 
of what team's conference record is or who's doing the best in what conference. And, you know, a lot of things we already knew. The Pac-12 is uh, 0-5 in bowl games. And, and if you had the common sentiment that they suck, well, you're 100% right. They do. Mountain West actually 5-1 in bowl games. But does it mean anything? No, it absolutely doesn't. The SEC, by the way, Six and eight in bowl games. They were one and five there for a while, then three and five when Alabama and Georgia won. But the only things that matter is who's in the college football national title. And if you won your bowl games to be in the college football national championship, those are the only bowl games that matter. Two and oh, and they're, of course, going to take an L and a W in the championship game because it's both comprised of the Southeastern Conference. So they're going to finish at six and eight, that's incorporating that one of these teams is going to win, one's going to lose. That's an easy thing to figure out. Big 12, by the way, five and two. But what's it say when a team doesn't have 40 scholarship players and playing a wide receiver quarterback when you're playing against them? What's it say? What can you really learn from it? Because right now, the opt-outs in the bowl games. Uh, Caleb Williams, by the way, someone I really like watching play football, the Oklahoma quarterback, true freshman stud. Yeah. Played their bowl game against Oregon. It's like, okay. I mean, that's what Brent Venables needs as head coach is Caleb Williams. Then all of a sudden he's hitting the transfer portal, right? And you're like, whoa, 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 man. It's like, I get it. Lincoln Riley recruited him. He's not there anymore. And if the coaches jump ship, they have every right to, too. My my only thing was, is you were leaving Oklahoma, like, just wandering because you were not shutting the door on them. So basically you're asking them to re-recruit you. You're asking for that Tahoe to be turned into an Escalade, Chris, is what you're, what you're asking for. If you want me to stay and make you viable, I'm, I'm including you. So I'm all hey, ears. do it, man. <laughs> do it. Do what you got to do, well, man. Guys, Think guys about are... how many years these players being screwed over by these colleges. Well, they Go do what you got to do. You, you see, again, you need a roadmap in college football yeah. with all the guys that hit the transfer portal. That's why I like that commercial with Dr. Pepper when the boss is sitting out there, the, the Fanville. And they're outside the transfer portal. And oh, yeah, yeah. Don't do yeah. it. Go, don't do it. And the guy jumps in the transfer. Yeah. The, the, the punter comes out of it. And they're like, yeah. But he brought Dr. Pepper. So they're like, all right, you're good to go. But uh, anyway, you get Alabama and Georgia. A lot of people don't like this matchup. All as I say, I love it. I love it because the last time that these two teams met, it was, you know, fun game. That was the rise of Tua. Getting replaced Jalen Hurts, who was 26-2 and two as a starter. And at halftime, Nick Saban does one of the boldest moves I've seen in college football go with the unheard of a true freshman in Tua to get him their national title. But if you're sick of the SEC, don't forget the last BCS national title game was Alabama and LSU, two SEC teams, and a lot of people in the SEC loved the game, of course, but outside of it, weren't very interested. Well, that game was boring as hell, dude. Well, but the powers <laughs> that be met New Orleans, had hotel rooms right after that. That's why we have the college football playoffs. So yeah. they've talked about expanding. Go ahead and do it because – I'll be honest with you, incorporate the Bulls as playoff games because right now these Bulls are hurting, man. Yeah, they're trying cute little gimmicks like Duke's Mayo Bowl, putting a bunch of mayonnaise on the head coach after the game. Dude, that's gross. It's like getting Nickelodeon slime. You know what I'm saying? No, that's worse Dabo than the slime. The like, are you seriously going to be sitting in a bar in five years or ten years from now and and somebody's asking, where's that ring from, man? It's from the cheese bowl man. It's my cheese bowl <laughs> Do they ring. give you rings for the cheese bowl I, I don't know. See, I think they get trophies. The I 80s. think they get trophies, but, like, for those kind of bowl games, I think you just kind of leave them in a closet somewhere. You're not – you're like, like there's no way that you're displaying the cheese bowl or the mayo well, bowl you know, on the, campus anywhere that people Well, they'll see. definitely put a sign up about it in their locker room. But through the 80s, there was eight bowl games, right? Then expanded the 90s to 20. And now we're at 42. I mean, it just keeps going up, and – like the significance of winning a bowl game because coaches are getting fired <laughs> while their team makes a bowl game. That's how desperate they are is when A&M had a COVID problems, they had to back out of the Gator Bowl. 
they had to go find a five and seven Rutgers team to play in that game. I mean, that's where we're at now. Five and seven, you're in a bowl game. It doesn't matter, man. I said they should have found Kansas. Kansas I think would have been excited. They'd, nobody would have opted out of that bowl game if it was from Kansas. Oh, Kansas would have come running for They would have been like, yeah, just give us the Mayo Bowl trophy. We need something to display here for football. Well, what bowl game was it that gave up uh, five grand to the MVP? Was it, I think it was Dukes. I don't know. Dukes Mayo Maybe. Bowl will use nil and to showcase the player's experience, they will select the Dukes Mayo ambassador from the winning team and offer them a $5,000 contract. Well, you got to offer That's more than five. It, offer uh, them 100000 Yeah, but for a kid getting this, what, what if this was a lineman or a punter that was the outstanding Who player? Who uh, Give it to them. They deserve it. If, you, like, if you're the best player in that game, give it to them. That's fine. That actually would be a great way if they increase the amount of money. But this that would be a start. great way to get these players to play in these yeah, damn bowl games. This is a start. Do it yeah. this way. And then, yeah. you, then you have Kirk Herbstreit going off on guys playing it when we saw yeah, Matt Corral get hurt. It could yeah, be a first-round quarterback. Yeah. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Choo Choo, Big T, and Shawnee. What's up, Big T? Hey, man, good stuff. There's a couple things that really cracked me up. I was driving home, and you played that uh, Michael Irvin take. and that, You know, that guy, he, oh, the Chiefs are done. You should just keep playing that take all year, Bink. You should. Um and, and you know, did you get any pizza today? Baby? You know what? I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna thank you. I was hoping you were calling in, but I got the cheeseburger pizza and all that OSP pizza you brought in from Wachowski's last day, and I had that cheeseburger pizza sitting right on my desk. Hell yeah! We, I, I got there. I was hoping you were going to be there. I wanted to see Charger Dot too, and, and, and anti running back Rob, you know, and, and and the dirty werewolf. But what about Vern? What's he doing? Is he a playboy? Is he the off all winner? He's a playboy. Well, Vern's a baseball guy, man. You know, and baseball is kind of you know in there not doing fan fest any of that. So Vern, Vern works his ass off during the season, so he won't be up here as much. Uh, of course, baseball is all shut down as it is anyway, so no hot stove, not, not a lot of stuff. From baseball, but yeah, I usually live here, Big T, but I wasn't here until a little bit later today, but I still got that pie. Well, that's good because I made that specialty for you. We made that for you, even though it was for Ryan, and, and shout out to Ryan. We love that. him. He kind of grew up there. We, we were going to miss him. And uh, on that on that cheeseburger pizza, I put some bacon on there for you too, Big. I noticed, I noticed the extra care with the bacon, and you went... Uh, you're already uh, high up on the list with me, Big T, but you throw bacon well, on there and you're just you know, it's far surpassing well, it. Well, the real shout-out goes to our, our wonderful owner and, and boss, Will Walker. He's, the he's best. a legend, man. He, he took care of you guys today. We really appreciate you, and, and I know you guys appreciate us. Also, hey, Big, I'm, I was reading about that Wonderlick thing. I bet you, even though they laid out all those rules, after all, you're going to find some idiot GM or some scout or whoever does those. Somebody will cross the line. You just watch, and I hope I hope it's the Raiders because they usually do stupid stuff like that. And then, think you know with the Cincinnati thing, I I I, I I'm, I'll call them it. I don't think Cincinnati's going to make it out of the first damn round. The Bengals or the Bearcats that got rolled by Bama? Which one? Well, I'm talking about the Cincinnati. Oh, the Bengals. Bengals. You know the, the the big fix. And on a couple of my packages, I just wrote, you know, on the fixings pizza, I wrote, oh, Cincinnati, the the, the fixing <laughs> with the rest. And then I know I wrote AR Coach of the Year, you know, and stuff like that. And then on on that, did you get any of that Nashville hot chicken bink? Any of that? I, I, you know what? I'll be honest with you, the big T. I tried them all. I well, like that, the Smokehouse, the fixings, you name it. I had it. Well, we set you up with a variety of bunch of them, and and on that smoke on that Nashville hot. I, I wrote a uh, screw the Titans on that one for just specialty for you. All right, guys. so that was you that wrote on those. I wrote on those perfectly, and I wonder. Good thing you like that. us. 
No, no, I want. No, I just wanted to send messages through our different pizzas. But I, I had one. And I wanted. To, I forgot one. I, I had a pizza because I think. I think what I remember. Carrington likes pepperoni, and I wanted to write, write Charger Dot on that one, but I forgot. Oh yeah, he had Charger Dot. Yeah. Did he, he do get it. any? I never saw him up there. I wanted to see him. Well, he did. They, they, what they did is they, there's a, a few desks that we use, and they didn't move from the little area of six ten. Well, Mikowski had like a ton of them. Yeah, we set it up in there in the morning. I brought 10 of them, just five singles and five specialties. And he said, oh, just set it up right there, Big T. And I said, where's Bink's desk? And I go, I'm going to put the cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger right here just for him. And I tried to wait around, but I had to get going. So but that also, explains why the cheeseburger pizza was sitting on my desk. I pray, right. It was like it was like a gift. I was like, what the hell? Thanks, old Chunny Pizza. Thanks, Big T. Thanks, Will Walker. Well, we were, we were, you know, we appreciate Ryan, and I know he's leaving. I know Kling and Fesco and someone were in meetings, but it was really nice. And I know you guys are on a skeleton crew, but I just wanted to give a shout out to all of you, you know, Christian, Grant, uh, you know, all of you guys, man, you know, Dirty Werewolf. Uh, you guys just all work your asses off, and we appreciate you. But we get a, you know, we get a play on Sunday meeting or Saturday meeting. I'm not mad Big T, I'm losing you, man. I'm losing you. I don't know if oh, you're... Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Is yeah, now I can. Okay, so so Bronco Billy, their favorite number used to be 12, but after Saturday, it's going to be 13 because we're just going to roll them. We're going to sit back. Then we're going to watch everybody just beat the hell out of each other. But I'm calling it. Cincinnati's not going to make it out of the first round, and the Chargers are not, are not going to make the playoffs. And as always, let's go Chiefs. Choo-choo! Choo-choo! Well, thank you very much, Big T. Did you have any of that pizza, Chris? No, because I saved it a lot for you. He didn't. He didn't predict, oh, we he saved didn't predict the Titans to lose. Well, we saved some of that. Pie <laughs> Why did he? Come on, Big T. Why couldn't you predict the Titans to lose? Come on, man. <laughs> predict them to lose in the in the in the second round, there, man. Or predict them to lose to, uh, this weekend so the Chiefs get the bye. Come on, man. Well, what's Vic Fangio saying about that streak the Chiefs have on the Denver Broncos? Plus, Major League Baseball. What are you doing? We discuss that next. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. And welcome back to Bink at Night. Vic Fangio, head coach of Denver Broncos, did speak today on a few things. One of them was stopping the streak, and he's probably on his way out in Denver. How important would that be for him to be the coach to win that streak that's gone all the way back to Peyton Manning in 2015, the losing to Kansas City. Well, it's always great to win a game, no matter who you're playing. Obviously, a divisional opponent puts a little bit more meaning to it. And it's a team that, we, you know, the franchise hadn't beaten in a while. So all of that would add a little extra to it for sure. Does he care if the organization that he works for is about to fire him? Does he care about that enough? <laughs> now, going for it on fourth down is something they do 57%. 16 uh, successful tries out of 28, so they're 11th in the NFL on going for it on fourth down. Their kicker, McManus, is currently on the COVID list. Is that going to, uh, well, he could be off of it by the time Saturday rolls around. Let's, let's put it that way. I mean, the timing is an issue for some of these players, but if he doesn't play, they more inclined to go for two and roll the dice with Kansas City. Again, they're playing house money. Yeah, that always opens up that possibility. Um, you know, it all depends on who we bring in as a kicker if we're able to. Sam has some place kicking abilities. Um, he's a good kickoff guy. Um, 
not so much on the uh, PAT field goals, but he would be a possibility also. But yeah, your point is well taken and could be a possibility. Could be a possibility. So here's the thing, Chris. You're the Broncos. Season didn't go like you thought it would. You, you, you had big wins of the Chargers, beat Dallas in Dallas. Uh, you held Mahomes to a 57 quarterback rating when you played him in Kansas City. You're on house money. Drew Locke's a starting quarterback there. They've had a, they've had COVID issues uh, going forward. But again, you're on house money. Why not go for it on fourth down? Why not roll the dice? Why not do it? Make, make it four downs to stop you. I mean, it, you're on house money. Nobody cares if you win or lose this game, except for Chiefs fans. They want you to lose. But a lot of people that want them to win, and you're about to be on the way out. Just go out like the JetBlue guy, man, and just uh, fire up the uh, old uh, with the inflatable uh, raft and jump out the airplane. I mean, that is a way that you could go out. But it just, for me, if I were Fangio, I think I just coach this game normal ways. Because, like, if you go out and, and let's say he just goes out in a blaze of glory, just like, go like we're not going to punt, we're not going to kick field goals, we're just going to go forth, like that that stupid high school coach that did that, and and he flamed out when he got to college football. You're talking about Pulaski, Arkansas, he did win, like, six state titles. Doing yeah, that. in high school, and then he tried to do it in college and, you know, didn't work. Like, I, I just feel like you probably want, like, because he's, Fangio's going to, I mean, maybe he retires. Maybe he's like, I'm done with coaching. But maybe he's going to want to go and, and coach somewhere else. The last thing you want people to remember you for is just going out and being an asshat and on television in front of everybody by just going out there and stinking it up on national television as a coach. That's, you just don't want that because he's, you know, if, if he wants another job somewhere else, he's going to want to leave a good impression there. Hey, I went out there and I tried my best to win a game against the Chiefs. You know, I mean, football could happen on Saturday and the, and the Broncos might be competitive with the Chiefs. They've been competitive with them the last uh, last couple of years now. I just I don't feel like it's good for them to just say screw it and we're just going to not try to win the game and 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 certainly like I'm pretty sure John Elway doesn't want them to win that game. He's trying to get draft position, but if you're Fangio, if you want it to salvage any shred of respect, like like Matt Nagy is trying to do right now, you want to try to win this game. Of course he wants to try Even to win Even if he game. gets fired but at the end, you want to salvage down, some respect. Just do it. You're on house money. Might as well because he can say, hey, we don't have a kicker. We're going to go for two every time. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, you still want people to respect you as a – I mean, you still want them to respect you as a coach. I yeah. mean, it's just a, sign whole, a kicker. It's the whole thing. Like the Colts lose the Jaguars, which they've done less six straight yeah. times in Jacksonville going back to 2014. Then all of a sudden people are saying, well, the Raiders – what would you do? Because Rich Eisen had Brandon Staley on. Would you go out there with the Raiders and just do whatever you could to tie the game and both get in the postseason? It would guarantee you both getting in there. That's the, but nobody wants to see that. No. The NFL didn't want to see that because they moved that no, game to a spotlight game on Sunday why night. Would you tie the, why would you tie the game so you both get in the play? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. They wouldn't do that. Stupid. Another big note in the National Football League is the return of King Henry, Derrick Henry. Maybe he's got the window open, the 21-day window open for coming off the IR. Here's uh, Ian Rappaport, NFL Network. A potentially huge day for the Tennessee Titans today. Of course, we know that they have lost Derrick Henry. Been without him for about two months since he had surgery to repair the fifth metatarsal in his foot, a Jones fracture, in early, early November. They have waited. They have bided their time. They've gotten all the way to the brink of the number one seed. And now the likelihood is that they get Derrick Henry back at practice today. What they are expected to do is open the practice window for him. He's going to remain on injured reserve, but they will designate him to return, which means he will be able to practice today. Now, as far as the game on Sunday, it is theoretically possible that he could play. He could get a few carries. We'll see how practice goes, how confident they are in him. But maybe more importantly, whether or not he plays on Sunday, they do expect him back for the playoffs. And under almost any circumstances, I'd say they expect him back next Sunday. But this is a team that actually could get the bye with a win, so we could see him in a couple weeks ready to go at full strength for the Titans. It's why they need that bye week so much. I mean, he only played eight games, had 937 yards in those eight games. By the way, he had 18 catches, 254 yards. He threw that touchdown pass even against the Kansas City Chiefs. Means everything to the team, but I'm kind of wondering about his effectiveness. What's going to be the effectiveness of having that foot surgery, that broken foot earlier? How effective is he going to be? Are the uh, attempts going to start biting him again? Is he going to come back too early and re-injure it? Well, you, you look know? at the last two years. He had 303 uh, carries in 18 or 19. He had 378 in 2020. And that's not including his postseason carries that he's got in the last couple of years. Cause those matter as well. He had 83 rushing attempts back in 2019 to go with all those carries in the regular season as well. What's going to be his effectiveness. And if you're Derek Henry, he had the hate when Jonathan Taylor was getting all the MVP buzz because he's the same thing that Jonathan Taylor is to his team. And he was fifth or sixth in the MVP talk. People weren't talking about King Henry winning it. And then Jonathan Taylor sneaking up there when he was getting the buzz to be the league MVP, which I, I still think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but let's go real quick to Dan and KCK. What's up, Dan? Hey, good evening, Dan, uh, Big Ken, Chris. I, yeah, Chiefs going all they have to do is show up Saturday, and they'll they'll beat the Broncos. And uh, I think the Texans can beat the Titans. And uh, I like to talk to you about the Bears Giants game. Everybody's saying that Judge is coming back after that performance by Mike Glennon, uh, twenty four yards. Can you believe that, Bink? Until he opened his mouth. 
Yeah, I know. It don't make sense for Joe Judge to come back anyway. So, And uh, I would like to tell you, yeah, big, they've opened up at the Legends, you know, the El Loco Mexican place out there at the Legends, you know. Yeah, it's a good Mexican place. I went up there uh, last week. It's pretty good. And I don't know why they closed down Arthur Bryant. They said it was health concerns, you know. I don't know. Did you ever been to Arthur Bryant's at the Legends? You know what? I have been there, Dan. Um, yeah, that does suck. I, mean, I do like their barbecue and everything else, but I'm always loving the food recommendations of different places. I appreciate that, Dan. Appreciate it a lot. Anytime I get good recommendations, I you know you take them to heart because it, it's coming from the people, man. I'm telling you, like some of the best places, it's like that bowling alleys. I told C that one time. You got to go. He was doing his best burger in Kansas City. I was like, open this thing up to several bowling alleys. Like that 300 burger in Liberty, you know, Liberty Bowl. Open it up. Open your eyes. When you get good ideas uh, from people, it's the best. I always tell people they're traveling here. I don't give them the names of chains. I give them the off the wall places to go try. Because it's just something different. And well, I'm, I'm just reading this quote now that that uh, Joe Judge said about the, about the Giants before he got there. Dude, Pat Shermer going to try to throw hands with him at some point, dude. I mean, it wasn't good. This That's whole Joe Judge look, is a bad, it's a bad experience. And Giants Joe Judge isn't on. a good coach. They need to move on. It'd be different if Joe Judge came in and turned him into like a playoff team and, and, and they were a contender the last couple of years. That's not what they are. They're the exact same team they were before he got there. They're a tapped out team that's quit on him like that's just it's so funny that he come he's come in and he thinks that he's changed that team yeah. they don't even have a quarterback Saquon Barkley keeps getting hurt oh no dude that, that that's not a very good team yeah Pat Shermer doesn't like him he's the offensive coordinator of the, of the uh, Broncos because he said the team quit uh, before he got there he <laughs> said the team quit I mean I I do agree that they probably did quit but uh, Joe Judge has done nothing to get them to want to play football. So he can't really say that. So everybody tapped out. That's what he said about that. That's the- disrespectful, dude. Like, I mean, think about it. Think about if Andy Reid would have said that. Like, it would have been so have. out of character for him to say something like that. Because we know that Romeo Cornell was a disaster. But for you to go out there, and, I mean, I mean, even if it's the truth, because we, it would have been the truth if Andy would have come in in 2013 and said that about Cornell and, and Pioli and them. But he had enough respect to go out there and say good things about the previous regime. I mean, hell, he even made Pioli think he might be able to keep his job. And then you got this guy and Joe Judge come in, never been a head coach, was a was he a special teams uh, coordinator slash receivers coach. Is it not for the Patriots? For tree. the Patriots, and then he thinks he turned that team around. And a guy like the enemy doesn't have a head coaching job. <laughs> he thinks he turned that team around. Daniel Jones can't stay on the field. Saquon can't stay on the field. They, I mean, where are they? Like that team is going nowhere, and he thinks he turned that team around and made them well, made them a team that doesn't quit. Well, he's they, they put Washington this week, right? And Ron Rivera was asked about Joe Judge because he's like throwing everybody under the bus, right? You remember this last week when he was talking about the Washington football team when he said, quote, ain't a team that's having fist fights on the sidelines. And he said he wasn't talking about, well, who the hell were you talking about? Because the Washington was the team that got the fist fight on the sidelines. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Like, no one is just randomly brings up things that happen to your opponent that you, you're about to play. Come on now. I'm just saying. Joe Judge is when about, you to, win, he's about to talk himself out of his job. Like, you talk to talk when you can talk to talk and you, yeah. you have the money to write your checks. And you can back him up, and he clearly doesn't. Chris, I read this thing from uh, Jeff Pass this morning from ESPN about uh, 
you know, baseball, we're in day, what, 37 now? They haven't communicated because yes. they were waiting until after the holidays to communicate. And we've got kit, pet, catchers and pitchers reporting in February. You, you know, here's the thing. Baseball can't stand it. I'm not worried about it right now because I think they're going to get this deal done and have spring training. Of course, I was worried. I got. I wasn't worried last year, but then there was a point I got worried during COVID they weren't going to play. And then they finally sat down. They played. Of course, last year they played. But I was worried about it there for a time. It got to that point when they just weren't reacting to each other. But you're looking at these fan fests being canceled. That's one thing I was thinking about. Now, clearly, there's reasons. I mean, no fan fest really was out there during COVID. They called it off because of that. And clearly, it's probably part of the reason. The other part of the reason, players are locked out. (laughs) So they're locked out at this point. But you're missing all that fan buzz. Fans are excited, like, in a lot of NFL communities that aren't making the postseason. And even Chiefs fans are talking about spring training early in the season when the team was 3-4. and four. Wins to start, they want to see Bobby Wood Jr. and all this. They want to see the guys. But baseball is missing out on this, man. Like, the fan fest and stuff like that, it's for the fans. Having the hot stove show, it's for the fans to get excited about their sport. And right now, it's just crickets with Major League Baseball. I get it. They're going through a CBA. they got to get this deal right. But... The longer you're not negotiating, <laughs> people aren't talking. You're, you're not talking about you at all, at all. You're like the main tag repair man. No one's talking about you. And this kind of hurts the the baseball leagues because we saw what happened the last time there was a baseball strike. It hurt baseball's popularity. So you'd think that the players and the teams would know, okay, maybe we should try to avoid this as much as possible. And right now it's not like really hurting much besides the fan fest. But if it extends into spring training and eventually well, think about into the, the season, hot stove and all that, because yeah. remember everybody signing, you can do minor league contracts now, but not pro ones. Yeah, but, but remember like, how everybody was signing real quick right before the or the major league baseball did the lockout. And I love baseball and I love watching it, and I do think they're going to get this deal done. But I mean, how soon before spring this training? This is the it? safest time for you to be in a lockout. The question though is, then there could be some good things like expanded playoffs, universal DH. Yeah, like there the, could be some exciting things coming out of this. Yeah, the, just the biggest thing is just like as long as it doesn't affect your games, your regular season games, you're fine. Even if you got to have a shortened spring training because you know the players don't want to play that much anyways. Like you're fine with it as long as it doesn't take away from games. It's still fine even if you don't have fan fest. Coming up next, there's a team in the NFL that, you know, there's always been banner flying and wearing bags on your head to express your displeasure. Denver, you have a columnist calling for fans to boycott the Broncos game. Well, there's another team doing something, and I absolutely would not even walk in the stadium since they're considering doing something. Talk about that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big Night, Jay Binkley, Chris Unocero. Well, Chris, you know, one of those uh, combine questions from the past was, are you afraid of clowns? And my answer is yes. I hate them. I'm not afraid of them, but they're, they're I mean, clowns are weird now. Like, I never was like, a, I never found them interesting as a kid. It's just weird now. You know, and like if you're them. like a listener, you're in the clown profession. Like you know this. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's an honest job, man. You make some money. It's, yeah, it's fine. I, mean, I understand. I get that, man. For you. Yeah, but it's like kind of weird now. I get it, man. I mean, you know, if it's a job, it's a job. But there was a clown convention in Kansas City a couple years ago. I remember that it was up in the Northland, up by the airport. So there was like clowns everywhere. Um, Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, I imagine somebody was driving by and having fits. 
<laughs> seeing all these clowns walking around us. Imagine if you stayed at the hotel that that convention was at, and you didn't know there was a clown convention there. No, and you, you had clowns like everywhere, man. You had a phobia of clowns, and they're just walking around the hotel lobby. Yeah. Oh, that'd be your personal hell right there. Well, it could be, it could be, it could be a complex, right? I get it. Oh, it's real. I mean, I know, like I said, I know some people that have some real, legitimate fears of clowns. So. Snakes doesn't matter, but clowns. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I can understand. I'm like I said, I don't. Like I don't. Big shoes. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't find it scary. But like, I mean, some of them can be creepy. And there, remember, the few years ago, there was that like clown craze where a bunch of jackasses were running around scaring people dressed up as clowns. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. No, it was like it was a very effective way to scare people. But like, then some of them people started getting beat up, and you know, it was a bad idea. Yeah. So the old clown craze stopped a little bit. But um, here's from. Uh, uh, about what the clowns uh, clown out in Jacksonville. Of all places, they're going to have a clown out. Uh, so the Colts, they have beat the Colts six straight times in uh, Jacksonville. It's not going to stop the clown out movement. Uh, it's on Twitter, hashtag clown out. Um, and this is from uh, Mark Long of the AP. If a 40-point drubbing in New England didn't get Jacksonville owner Shad Khan's full attention, then what's being planned for this team season finale just might. Frustrated fans are revolting against the Jags and have con in their crosshairs. Hundreds, if not thousands, have, charged, have changed their social media profile pics to a clown, donning Con's signature mustache. And they've started replying to every Jaguars post or live feed with countless clown emojis. Next up, they're planning to don clown costumes, red rubber noses, face paint, and colorful wigs, uh, when the Jaguars host the Colts this Sunday, the goal is to persuade uh, ownership to fire general manager Trent Balky, whose reputation um, they don't like it in Jacksonville. Of course, the whole Urban Meyer thing didn't work out. They did have the number one pick last year in Trevor Lawrence. So if you don't like clowns, that's probably not the game to go to. You can do it wherever you want for your money, but if you don't like clowns, just just don't go, man. I mean, that that. I understand. I'd be mad too. You remember how it was here in Kansas City when in 2012 and Scott Pioli was the general but at least, manager. At least they flew banners and dr- didn't dress like clowns. I mean, they were going to do a blackout at the stadium before the unfortunate Javon Belcher situation happened. I mean, there the fans were making strong, strong uh, examples to the franchise that they were not very Dude, it's going to be 76 degrees. That, that, that like, clown makeup's going to be oh, all... Oh, they're going to... If it's 76, if it was like in the 80s or 90s, you know, then they'd sweat it off. I mean, some of them probably will sweat that makeup off. It, that just... I, I understand the anger because Trent Baalke's not a good general manager. He, he Wasn't he in? Wasn't he the one that ran off Harbaugh in, in San Fran? I'm pretty sure he was the one that ran him off. After that, I wouldn't have hired him as a general manager anywhere else. Do you think the clowns will get – these are just regular fans, man. Yeah. They'll be in their Trevor Lawrence jerseys and you name it. Yeah. With the big shoes and the nose. and <laughs> I don't know about the big shoes, but they'll get the paint. How do you walk in those, <laughs> Big man? shoes are going to be hard to find. Like, how do you even walk in those? That'd be, that'd be terrible. But do you think the clowns will get some run? Like an NFL net, we'll see some clown highlights or something. Yeah, I get oh, credit you, for being... you know we're gonna see it on on like they're gonna show it on Red Zone on Sunday. Like clown you know, cam. Yeah, they're gonna do a clown cam and we're gonna get shots of it all game. Like you could do a drinking game. Every time you see a clown on your screen, take a shot. It's it's you're gonna be drunk by halftime. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's gonna be a thing, yeah.
I mean, ownership, I mean, at least you're going to the game, I guess. You're going to be dressed like a clown. But I, I mean, if you're shot you're kind. money you, and buying beer and everything. If you're shot kind, you don't care. No. You don't care. You got that money. You're welcome all clowns. You just don't get your team. Like, what happened to paper bags, man? I'm fine with it. This is creative. I like it. All right. I'm all about the clown out. Let's see what Jacksonville does. Colts fans enjoy. Uh, they've lost their six straight times. Regardless, thanks to Chris Nocero producing the operation. Also, you guys, uh, Friday night. Good night. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.